I'm done. Yeah. I just have to. Eric's last couple of presents are going to be coming. They should be here this week. Nice. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to keep track and remember what I got for you because I, I was like. I kept seeing stuff, uh-huh. and I was like, I need to stop. Like, <laughs> because it was, I, yeah, I was, like, getting to a point where I was like, oh, no. Like, just <laughs> save it for my birthday. I know. And and that's a good, that's a good excuse to be then like, then oh, just, it's okay that I got Then her. you're just done with my I'll birthday shopping. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stagger. I'll just stagger them. <laughs> well because i know what you like yes you do which is why i told my husband if you need help you just need to contact ashley because there's just something not that fun about handing a list over i agree i mean i I, agree and i'll do it if i need to and i understand that it's easy for the other person it does make it easy for him to pick from right but if i thought the list would just be like good inspiration yeah I'd be more prone to do it. But I know him. He'll literally just go directly from that list. Yeah. And then yep. it's like, well, that's not fun. Like, that's just a list. I can mm-hmm. go and buy and order that stuff for myself. Yeah. Like, I want you to – granted, I know not everyone's gifted at gift giving. Like – Sure. And not to toot my own but horn, like, I think I'm pretty good at gift giving. So it's like oh, yeah. I – like <laughs> Oh, yeah. You guys – I sort of expect – I don't know if, if we've ever mentioned this, but Kristen is like the most thoughtful person I've ever known in my life. <laughs> I'm and I'm not being facetious. I'm not being sarcastic at all. She like, she'll see something and she immediately is like, "Oh, so and so would love that," and she'll just buy it. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be anything. She'll just get it because she's thinking of other people and she's just like, she just got this girl for her. Uh, she doesn't. She's never even met this girl in her real life. <laughs> no, I have not. And <laughs> she sent her this tote bag. That's like got her name and there's all these little books on there and on the spines of the books are the names of this girl's favorite authors. <laughs> like how stinking thoughtful is that? And so that's the kind of stuff that – that's like what people are up against with Kristen. It's like she just won't – she won't just get a gift. She's like, oh, it's like literally the perfect gift that you can <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's true it's true and and i think for most people we can only really do that with a certain number of people right like it can be difficult especially as an adult when you're in a situation where the person maybe you're looking for they can just get themselves whatever they want yeah it's well and honestly that's as weird as it is, like, as much as I love giving gifts and, like, personalizing, the person that's hardest for me to shop for is my own husband. And yeah. it sucks. Because it's like, I'm pretty good at this. But when it comes right. to him. You're like, what he'll... do I get for right. you? Because either the stuff that he really, truly wants is stuff that we're, like, we need to save for. And, like, right. we're going to make that purchase together. Yeah. Or, yeah. And he's just not someone who just, like, he's just. He, he doesn't want a lot of stuff either, yeah. probably, right? Stu- yeah. Like, he's just not materialistic. Yeah. And he – and then the stuff that he really does want is things to, like, make our house really nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he bought marble tile for our master bathroom. Like, right. why do we need marble tile in our master bathroom? It looks amazing. <laughs> right. But, like, that's the kind of stuff that he likes. Yeah. So – And yeah. you're not going to just go to Lowe's and buy a bunch of tile and be right. like, Merry Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, for him – he doesn't ever buy himself like normal street clothes. He always buys work clothes now, so that's what he's getting. And then yeah. it's stuff I picked out, so I like it too. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. As long as it fits, I'm hoping he'll actually wear it. 
I know. My husband can be difficult too. And and some of the stuff I'm getting him this year even, it's like, okay, so he bought himself like a super cheap imitation Fitbit mm-hmm. and it is just terrible. Crap. It's mm-hmm. terrible. So I told him, I'm like, well, you know, for your birthday, would you want a Fitbit? Like right. an actual, you know, one of the kind of more basic ones and he's like no because what he does is he starts thinking about how much something costs Mm -hmm. and all of that and he kind of lets it bog him down and he's like no don't spend that money on that like I'd rather we save it or I'd rather you spend it on something else. Right, and that's how – that's exactly how Jason is Mm because he's thinking about the fact that, well, we could just not spend that and then we can afford marble tile. Right. Or we can – you know what I mean? Right. But I'm like, okay. So I was like – for Christmas, I'm like, I'm forcing this on you and Mm -hmm. I bought you a Fitbit. Like – Good. And – but I know he'll enjoy it. Yes. And that's the thing is like I know he wouldn't want to spend that money himself. Right. He wouldn't want to be like, oh, let me fork over this much money. Right. Zuzu, what is the matter? Come here. There you go. There. Now we have both the dogs sitting with us. Um, and, but, but if I buy it for him, it's almost like I'm taking the Initial. responsibility yeah. away from him. Right. <laughs> like, he doesn't have to feel bad about it because yeah. I did it for yeah. him. <laughs> well, and there's something, too, that makes it more difficult because it's like we have one combined income. Right. Between the two of us. Whereas, like, at least when I worked at the restaurant, like – you know what I mean? Yes. Like I could just set aside some of my cash tips and right. like literally be able to go and buy him something with money that's like never been seen in the account. Sure. Like, so it makes it harder too because it's like, well, I'm just spending our money. Right. Like to buy you a gift, which means I'm kind of spending your own money to buy you right. a gift too. Like, yes. So there's just, yeah, it's just. It's just more difficult yeah. sometimes. Yeah. With, with, yeah, weirdly with yeah. the people that you know the best. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway. anyways. But um, I have no issues yeah. buying gifts for Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I hope you guys are all done with your Christmas shopping. I know. Do you guys. By, when you're listening to, well, we're recording on, today's Tuesday, so you'll hear it just in a day. So, yeah, it'll be a week before Christmas when you guys just are Just a week. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Uh-huh. tomorrow will be a week before christmas and i'm on break you Yay. guys i'm on vacation awesome. oh thank god i know i'm so happy yeah yeah so even though ashley's on vacation it's still the week of christmas and we have all kinds of family obligations and stuff mm-hmm. so next week because the next week's yes. podcast actually lands on christmas day correct which means we would have to record on christmas eve which neither of us are going to have time to do no. so that's why we had asked you guys all um, to ask us questions. Yes, to ask us questions yesterday. So we're yeah. going to record another episode today, but it's going to drop on Christmas. So for our last episode of the year, mm-hmm. it'll kind of be like a get to know us better yeah. episode. And then yeah. we'll be back. Something a little different. Yeah. And then we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming yes. um, in the new year. Yep. So anyhow, oh, I know we're chit-chatting a lot at the beginning, but I had to tell you guys. So this morning before Ashley got here, I was running <laughs> – I was, I thought I was losing my mind. Mm -hmm. So I just got a brand new coffee mug from someone and I was part of an online gift exchange and this very sweet girl sent me, um, it says bookish soul. So like, you know, it's someone who loves to read Mm -hmm. and I love the mug. So I've been using it the last few days and I went to go and grab it today to use it and I could not find it anywhere. I mean, nowhere. And I'm like, I just drank out of it yesterday. And like, I cleaned my house yesterday. But because I do that every Monday, 
But I was like, okay, even so, then I would have either thrown it in the dishwasher or washed it and put it in the drainer. Um, it's not in either of those. I check all the cupboards where I keep my coffee mugs because I have like five cupboards of coffee mugs. Not in any of them. I'm like, maybe I like set it down in the recording room because I came in here and vacuumed. So I look on the desk. I'm looking in my bedroom on my nice and I mean, you guys, I like... I was looking in random places too. Like maybe I set it in the fridge for some weird reason or I set it down in the pantry, like everywhere. And I'm like going nuts because I'm like, where the heck did this mug go? <laughs> did I accidentally throw it away for some dumb reason? Because that's happened before with other kitchen items. So just I, gone. Yeah, just gone. So Ashley gets here and I'm telling her about it. And I'm like, isn't that so weird? And I'm like, it's a brand new mug. I've only used it a couple times. Okay, <laughs> she was maybe in my house 30 seconds, you guys. And Ashley goes over and opens my microwave. <laughs> and there is my mug. And she's like, is this the mug? <laughs> I seriously was like, I like tore this house apart. And the one thing I did not open and check was the dang microwave. And as soon as she did that, I remembered yesterday afternoon, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have another cup of coffee. But it wasn't super hot in my pot anymore, so I stuck it in the microwave and then must have gotten distracted and yep. never picked it up again. And th- <laughs> honestly, that's the reason that I thought to check that because I've done literally the exact same thing. And my and dad – I could not tell you how many times My I've done dad that. has the worst habit of that. So it should have been one of the things. Because all I was thinking was, okay, something weird that I would do <laughs> is I would either stick it in the fridge, uh-huh. not thinking, mm-hmm. or it would be in like – the pantry right or both, both some weird cover yeah uh-huh. or the microwave where yep. i was like oh let me heat up the rest of my coffee and then <laughs> completely forget about it and that's exactly what happened and yeah. i was like dying because i spent like an hour this morning yeah <laughs> just running around looking for this stupid mug yeah and she found it 30 seconds after walking into my house and brought me a chocolate croissant. So, but it's like when you're just too close to a situation yeah. and you you can't think clearly. Yep. So you need someone else to step in and, and kind be of fresh set of eyes. Exactly. Yeah. So, so anyhow, I felt <laughs> I felt a little better because I was like, I swore I was losing my dang mind. Yeah. Anyhow, um, <laughs> I forgot to. Oh, look up the qu- the answers. Look up the answers for the question of the week last week. I was so busy making sure I took screenshots of all the questions people asked us for the Ask Me Anything yeah. episode that I kind of forgot to do that for the question of the week. So, question of the week last week was, um, what did you think of John's kidnapping fiasco? Was it hot? Was it problematic? Was it useful? <laughs> and Moran said... Uh, this is the kind of caveman I love, so I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. But again, context is everything. Yep. <laughs> and I love the oh yes, and I love the parallels from episode start to episode end. The EK, yes, I know. You know, I'm gonna, Moran, you little genius. I know. Why don't you live closer? I, I wish you could be I a guest mean, on the podcast. I was like, shut up. That is the most genius absolute, thing, right? Yes, that is such that's top notch grade a observation yes oh my gosh seriously i wish you could have been around when i read your tweet which i'm gonna read now to everybody else yeah um but she said i love the parallels from episode start to episode finish because the episode started um episode starting and endings parallel a lot it started with john picking her up Mm -hmm. but it ends with her jumping into his arms so it started with him you know dragging her into his arms versus and then the end was her willingly going into his arms. Yep. And I replied and said, whoa, you're completely <laughs> right. That beginning was him taking her and the end was her giving herself to him. Yep. And then she replied again and said, so many episodes have that. Two and three start and end with John catching her red-handed in something. Mm. 
episode five starts with John taking her hand, and but but it ends with John telling her she doesn't have to hold his hand if she doesn't want to, uh-huh. because he grabs her hand, takes her out of that party, and then they're at that retreat thing and tells her, you know, go be with your fiance. You don't have to stay here and play this facade and hold my hand. Right. And then she says, and um, 10, John wants to be alone, but in the beginning, but it ends with him asking Sanem to be alone with him and so on and so on. And I told her, you're blowing my mind right now. And I'm also a little ashamed that we didn't put this together for ourselves sooner. Yeah. I seriously, Ashley said it perfectly. Like that totally blew my mind. And now I'm going to be paying attention to that for the rest of the episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that perfect was just awesome. So if none of you guys realized that, that's a little nugget of wisdom for Uh you, courtesy of our girl Moran. Yep. Uh, Kim replied and said, I personally love Caveman John, the way he puts her over his shoulder. And then she puts three flame emojis. (laughs) Because we know he loves her. He just won't admit it. Mm -hmm. And he knows she loves him. I don't accept the kidnapping of women in general, though. (laughs) Yes, I love that. (laughs) That little side note. I don't either. Good to to clarify. Uh Um, And then she said, I just wish the episode had ended with a reconciliation. And then I replied to her tweet. so those were the Twitter answers. And as for Instagram question of the week, um, English Susie, she's a new listener. She sent us an email, sweet lady. Yes. But we, uh, Susie, if you're listening, your email keeps getting sent back to us. Yeah. So I think it finally sent. Maybe. Maybe. Well, so I went ahead. So if you're listening, Susie, we definitely have replied to your email. It just keeps getting sent back to us for some reason. So I copied and pasted. Ashley's the one who replied. I copied and pasted your reply, and I actually sent it to her in an Instagram message as well. So, Susie, if you don't have an email from us, check your Instagram messages in that same message. Gosh, sorry. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Ashley's coffee collided with the microphone. Uh, anyway, Susie, that same message is copied and pasted into an Instagram message for you because we wanted you to know that we loved hearing from you and that we did reply. So she answered the question and said, I thought that the kidnapping would be where they reunited or at least where John opened up. I was a, I was disappointed that they continued to bicker. Although as the episode went on, you know, things got better. So yeah. hopefully you finish that episode, Susie, because I think you'll be happy with how it ends. Yes. And then uh, Nayara said, just finished listening to the podcast. I found out what was happening in the end of the episode when he called Sanem about Izmir. Maybe because you mentioned it was good at the beginning. She says, OMG, I was so happy. Finally, a break from fighting. Also, I loved your alternate endings. That was all. That's you, (laughs) Ashley. Um, They could have been so happy. All the characters. And they could have even continued as they were happily married. There are plenty of good stories for married couples. Absolutely. I agree. And she says, question of the week answer. I don't mind the kidnapping because it's John M. We know that this is not a problem. But I feel like they didn't talk openly about their problems. I think they should have been more direct with each other. But I love this episode and the end, of course. Yeah. Did I say that already? Um, <laughs> yeah, and you're right because for all the alone time they spent together, they, they talked being in very code a lot. Clear, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's so, a really good point. Yeah, things could have been more more clear. Yeah. Oh, and then of course Moran again with like all the insight. Yes, she says I don't know if you just didn't mention it or you actually didn't know this, but the guy operating the sleds, calling them and saying that they were closing is chari oh (laughs) that was his voice and she says i love his little cameos even if it's just his voice yeah 
So he have you heard his yes. voice? Yes, that's why. Well, oh, and I replied mama. and I said, "Oh dang, I feel like I should have known that because his voice is so deep and manly." Yes. So I'm a little. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Uh huh. Yeah. So I can't believe I didn't realize that was him. That is really funny. So, yeah. yeah, I never. Marianne's got all that. the info, man. Yeah, <laughs> telling you that's great. Yeah, so. I was just okay. So before we recorded, this is another sidebar. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, um, guys. We have a lot of chit chat. I was telling Kristen that. There's this Facebook group I'm in that's um, about this book series that I love, and um, a girl posted a picture of this very attractive man, <laughs> and so anytime there's posts like that, I go straight to the comments uh-huh. because people always make have them. the funniest things. Yeah, they always say hilarious things. So, <laughs> so I'm scrolling through the comments, and I see someone posted a gif of Sun M when she pours the water bottle all on herself. <laughs> so my my Arkenjikush uh antenna went up and I immediately replied to her comment and was like, Do you know what show this is from? Excuse me, do you understand the gif? <laughs> this poor girl's probably gonna be like, I just looked for a gif. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well and she just replied and that's like she didn't know it was Aww. from a show. And but <laughs> I told her, I replied and I said, um, I said, oh, I said, um, yes, it's from a Turkish TV show called Arkenji Kush and the gif is very justified. And I said, this is who she's looking at. And I posted (laughs) a picture of John. John. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know we're nuts. Last week it was me and my book group, although nobody cared. Oh, I so know. Sad. So hopefully this girl. We'll maybe. see if she. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if I this mean, girl cares more than my book. Who did. knows if she'll care? But at least she knows it's from a we're, TV show. We're spreading the word. Still, we. So. That's right. We're, yep. We're, we're doing <laughs> our early bird responsibilities. And look, I still think, and I tweeted this. I don't know the last week or whenever. I honestly think that eventually, because, you know, Turk DZ is. All over the world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's spreading throughout the world. Yeah. It's gaining popularity. And, you know, there are a good number of American viewers, at right. least. And I'm telling you, one of these days, it's just going to, like, blow up. Yeah. And everybody's – it's suddenly going to be this big thing or yep. this new thing. And we're all going to be like, oh, yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah. We've been here for years. Yeah. <laughs> and how nice of – and they'll have these, like, really great – translations and oh stuff. yeah and we'll be like you don't even understand yeah you, you don't, don't even understand, understand what we had to go through yep to be able to watch this show that you're just so easily watching with its perfect translations yep it's true <laughs> it's true so so anyway we should probably get started yeah now that we've <laughs> chit-chatted for 20 minutes um this week's episode volume 35 hashtag for this week is ev evlen elim which means let's get married and the summary is the flame between John and Sanem is ablaze again. They've left the bad days behind and are only looking ahead. However, John wants Sanem back at the agency, but she likes working at the publishing house. Both the agency and the publishing house are going to participate in helping at an animal shelter, but John makes sure that he and Sanem are the only ones who actually make it there. Huma decides that a family dinner between the Idens and the Divits is in order now that John M is back together. But I think we all know better than to assume that she has no ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Layla and Osman's issues finally come to a head. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, 
opening scene. Yes. I wrote hallelujah. We get to relive that jump into his arms again. Plus. Stake your claim. Plus little extra kisses. Uh-huh. I know. Those little where she like leans to the side and like kisses his yes. cheek like three times. I put kisses, staring, Eskimo kisses, his smile, her smile. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. And the madness is over finally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I'm, like, losing track of, okay. of the notes that I took because I was just focused on the kiss. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Sanem kind of starts to explain why right. she didn't go. And um, and I thought it was so cute because she's kind of – obviously, she's a little nervous and excited. And right. she's having kind of a hard time explaining. Right. Well, because all she knows is that he didn't go. She doesn't know for sure that he stayed for her. Right. She's right. kind of taking a leap of faith and making the assumption. Yeah, a mm-hmm. literal leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a literal <laughs> one. <laughs> right into his arms. But she starts to explain, and he says, hold me. I know! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, that's adorable. I know! <laughs> and he says, I'm glad you didn't go. And oh. it's like, which I... Oh, I just loved it because... Because we love vulnerable John. Yes, and she's being... She's a little vulnerable in that moment because she took a literal leap of faith into his big, strong, manly, Uh veiny arms. And (laughs) and she's like, well, you know, I didn't didn't go to Izmir and, and, you know, kind of stuttering over her words. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm glad you didn't go. Hold me. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) And she's like, well, you didn't leave either. Mm-hmm. And he says, I couldn't. And then he tells her, you know, so, okay, so from now on, Izmir, the Balkans, the Amazon, right. everywhere, we're not going to talk about those from now on. From now on, there's only here, now, this place, this time. Deal. And she's like, okay, deal. Yes. So. Um, did you also love, you know, because obviously she's like, well, my mom still thinks that thinks that's where I am. Uh-huh. So. You know, and he's like, well, I'll just stay here with me tonight. Uh-huh. And I love it because she's like, because he's like, you know, yeah, we'll stay here. We'll this, we'll that. Mm-hmm. And she looks at him and he goes, whatever happens at the cottage stays at the cottage. And she's like, John. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, saucy. <laughs> I mean, clearly nothing happens. But. Right. Except for him just watching her sleep. He stares at her. her And Mm -hmm. makes her hot chocolate. He, you know, I think Yaman might be a hair guy. Because Mm -hmm. there's a bit of playing with the hair throughout this episode. Yeah. Well, throughout the series, like, mm -hmm. he... He's constantly uh-huh. touching her hair, readjusting it. And did you notice this is much later in the episode, but when they're at the agency mm-hmm. um, and they're when they're talking to JJ, he's just touching her hair. Yeah. He cannot stop. Uh-huh. He's like petting it and touching it. And I'm thinking, dude, that's your mom. Uh-huh. That's not Dewey. I agree. <laughs> Same thing with that when he does that like little tiny face grab mm-hmm. thing. Because there's scenes of him doing that in his other DZs too. So I'm yeah. like, that's totally a Yaman thing. Yeah. He's probably like, you're so cute. I just uh-huh. want to grab you. I just want to grab your face. <laughs> yes. So, so that was great. Um, On the other side of things, while they're having their happy reunion at the cabin, Polen yeah. and Yeet are basically imploding because, yeah. you know, he didn't get her on the plane to go on the business trip with him. Mm-hmm. Polen obviously 
you know, didn't convince John to go to the Balkans. Yeah, and she's sure that they're back together. Right, which, you know, finally the first smart thing she's probably considered. Mm-hmm. And then I also said she finally says the first smart thing ever. Because then Huma's like, calm down. Things are going to be fine. We'll f- make a plan. And she tells Huma, like, I can't keep putting my life on hold for him. I was supposed to be back in London a week ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, duh. Yeah. Yeah, you can't put your life on hold for a man who, d- not for one who doesn't even want you. Yeah. Who's making it pretty clear. Right. That he doesn't want you. Yep. So she finally starts seeming a little weary of Huma's scheming. Yeah. I mean, she still is kind of like, okay, if you've got a plan. But- Finally, it looks like she's getting she's getting tired of this. Yeah, but then Huma is just doing her best to keep her there. Right. And she makes some – well, maybe this was later. Um, <clears throat> no, it must not be because she's she's like, what are you saying? Are you going to leave the victory to that slum chick? Yeah, she – yep. Was like, I hate you I, Yeah, no, that's, so a, that's the beginning much. of the episode. I know. These commoners, basically. Yes, she and, – and that is a big theme this episode uh-huh. of Just how, how common they are. Yeah, and how much of a snob Huma is yep. and how she's apparently so much better than everybody else. Uh-huh. It And so Pauline is like, you know, I just don't know anymore. Right. And finally, she's conflicted about this situation. Right. But Have Huma, some self-respect, girl. Yeah. But Huma's like, you're going to be my daughter-in-law. We're not going to let them win. Mm-hmm. So – um, yep. it's just frustrating and it's more reason to never like Huma ever. Yeah, I agree. So anyways, we've got, you know, cute John M time when they're having hot yes. cocoa together. He's like, what's going on in your pretty mind? I know. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> um, Sanem's mom calls, of course, because she's yes. like, you were supposed to tell me when you landed, blah, blah, blah. So, of so course, this whole, some animated, yes, oh get this whole animated answer because she's clearly not where she's supposed to be. And John is, like, playing charades, trying to tell her what to say. And she's not grasping what he's trying to convey yeah. to her. And it's yeah. just, it's a very funny animated scene to watch. Yes. Because John's nice. involved in the in Sonemity and yes. it's pretty funny. Because he loves it. Oh, yeah. He's like, how can I make my crazy girl act more crazy? Uh-huh. So... Yeah, so that gets settled, and he, this is where I said, he's playing with her hair, she's, like, laying her head in his lap, and she hears mm-hmm. his heartbeat, and he tells her, I will not leave you ever again, mm-hmm. and then she makes her comment about being able to hear his heartbeat, and they, yes. she's like, did you know when I was little, I thought the heart really was shaped like mm-hmm. a heart, and he's like, well, did you know there are people who still think the earth is flat? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I know that their their conversation was kind of funny. It almost felt a little um like like poignant. Like they were trying yeah, to or like they were trying to uh not not metaphorical, mm-hmm. but it felt a little like, are you talking about something specific yes, right now? Right. Yeah. Um and but just they get, in we the, get wonderful snugs. Yes, lots of snuggle times. He makes a joke about eggs, talking about how he can cook so many different varieties of eggs. He can make 50 shades of eggs. Yes. <laughs> it's so random. So random. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yep. And yeah. he watches her sleep mm-hmm. and he's giving her sweet little kisses and playing with her hair. And then, of course, the next morning he sets out to be the hunter-gatherer he is. That, Kristen. <laughs> I literally wrote, where is it? Oh, my gosh. I said, OMG, sleepwatching. Then he hunter-gathers her food. 
Clearly, we don't spend enough time together. <laughs> it was it's, just it's because he's such a caveman. caveman. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh! I also was kind of la- not laughing, but I I made a note because after she gets off the phone with Mev Kibbe, they're talking about her lying mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's awfully convenient that you don't mind her lies right now john uh-huh. bay when it involves the two of you being alone uh-huh. and spending some quality time together that's right but at the same time i don't really care right <laughs> um so yeah he brings he brings her food and they kind of chit chat and start um and they start eating breakfast. Yes. They're just being swoony together. Yes. And then the scene pans over and I wrote, John isn't the only one who looks oh, amazing in green. And gosh. oh my gosh, you guys. So Ashley texted me yesterday. Oh my gosh. And she's like, Kristen, they're calling me out. <laughs> and I was like, they're calling you out. Well, then she sent me screenshots because most of the time on Twitter, it's me tweeting. Yes. But not always. I'm I'm not the best with social media. Work is kind but of yeah, what so distracts just, me the most. Busier. I'm yeah. busy. Yeah, I just don't always have the time. Right. I do our Instagram post every week mm-hmm. and my own Instagram and that kind of thing. Usually they're just like, yeah. I don't really do anything. Right. I don't really scroll. Yeah, I, I'm busy. Yeah. So Twitter and Facebook is generally me. Yes. So, but <laughs> Ashley happened to tweet yesterday. Because you guys, I'm watching this episode <laughs> and I can't handle Ali. I'm like... Stop being this good looking and like his smile and those eyes and like his perfectly must hair uh-huh. and then the green jacket. I was like, oh my gosh. He was it hurt. Like I was like, I'm atta- being attacked right now <laughs> by this man. I can't handle it. So I needed an outlet. I was like, I'm tweeting. Yep. I'm screenshotting his beautiful face and I'm tweeting this because I love him so much. So I did exactly that. <laughs> And these replies start coming in that are like, well, I finally can say for the first time I know which one of you is tweeting. (laughs) Yeah. And like, oh, I guess, I guess I know who, I wonder who tweeted this. Gee, I wonder which one of you tweeted this. (laughs) It's like, they're calling me Uh out. They They know you. (laughs) They know you. Oh, because I do. Yes, Ali is a sweet baby angel, but oh my gosh, your love for him goes far deeper than mine does. Oh my gosh. So I these are these are my notes. I put all my baby angel in forest green with a big heart. And then I said, Lord, he's so (laughs) handsome. And then I put and he's going to check out wedding venues. And in all caps, I said, shame on you, Layla. You deserve turtleneck Eileen leftovers. That's true. And because he's so cute. And then he turns around and he's got the rose. I know. Oh, she deserves the worst things in the world. I know. For damaging I know. my angel baby. I know. Poor he deserves. He deserves the, the most things. I agree. Oh, my gosh. I agree. I love him so much. I know. And she is the worst. <laughs> I was like so mad at Layla. Well, yeah, because she's been dragging this out forever now. Yeah, and she's, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I have planned a wedding, okay? Yeah. And never once, and, and my husband is a wonderful man. <laughs> he is mm-hmm. the best. But never once was he like, hey, so I was thinking about these wedding venues. Exactly. I think I'm going to go check them out. Uh-huh. Dude. It, 
I know. Like, do you even understand, Layla? Yeah. Do you, you obviously How don't. How lucky you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Osman, you have this beautiful man. Who, like, wants to be a part of yes. the planning and preparation. Who's entire life lights up the second he sees you and he gives these adorable wonderful smiles and oh i just it made me so mad oh i know (laughs) it's like hashtag justice for osman for real the injustice oh i know poor guy i'm like not a fan of nice guys finishing last and that is that's what this feels like to me okay i need to calm down (laughs) So, all right, well, we'll move on now yeah. back to the cabin where John M's enjoying breakfast together. Yes, wonderful things. Breakfast yes. with adorables. So they're talking and stuff, and Son M's kind of like, you know, I wish we could stay here forever, or maybe John says it, one of the two of them. They yes. basically are in agreement that they wish they could just stay there forever. Yeah. And, but the is the topic comes up where she's kind of like, okay, John, now you say that, but what would you do right now if you go to drop me off at home? And you're in the same clothes you wore yesterday. I'm in the same clothes I wore yesterday. Mm-hmm. And my mom basically asks, like, did you stay the night? Yeah. Did you guys spend the night together? Alone. Yeah. And he's kind of like, what would you uh. say? And I love it because she's like, no, what if she walks up to you and looks you in the eye and says, John, my son. And he's like, uh, okay, yeah, let's take you home. Like, let's not stay here. And she's like, but really, what would you say? And he says, I would tell her that I love her daughter and I am in love with her so much that I cannot explain. Yeah. I'll say that I cannot live without their daughter. And she says, that's all you will say? I mean, exaggerate it. And I'm like, what do you mean that's all you will say? Like, that was beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) And he says, I will. that's not good enough for you. Right. He says, I will exaggerate it. I will do my very best when it happens. I've got that. Wait, I will tell her that we are the perfect match for each other. We are the couple of the year. Like, the country has never seen a couple like us before. I will say, do not tear us apart. And part of me is like, I wonder if that was, like, a little dig at, like, because... It sure felt like it. Yeah. hmm Because, you know, they blew up all over the place. Yeah. And all these other countries, Stinkin loved them. I mean, they got yeah. awards in Lebanon. And, um, I mean, they just... That EK and John and Demet specifically, as an on-screen couple, yeah. just got a lot of love all over the world. Just not so much in turkey itself so part of me was like hmm i wonder if that was a little jab Mm -hmm. and he says anyway so then he says we are great amazing and she says when my mom comes to you widening her eyes and you know her eyes get all wet when she does it when she comes more and more closer to you and says did you spend last night together in here john my son if she does what answer will you give and that's when he says uh i think we should get ready to leave Uh (laughs) like he feels guilty staying there now and he says and we shouldn't show up in the same clothes we should change so that it will not be obvious that we stayed together and i love it because she goes so then what if she asks did you change your clothes in the same room the two of you alone and he's like you're pushing me so hard (laughs) 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 poor guy's like i don't know what to answer let's just get out of this situation yeah so they get ready to leave yeah and then I put, ugh, least fave sibling duo, wah, wah, wah. Because they're both just whining. Honestly. Like, he's like, I mean, Yeet is the better person in this duo in this particular scene because. Right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I wanted Sunim to come with me, but she didn't. Yeah. And we all know if he had thrown her over his shoulder and dragged her onto an airplane, we all would have raised hell. Oh, so, absolutely. Because he does not have uh, the caveman permission that John does. No, he doesn't. Caveman no, he privileges. Doesn't. 
So I love it because um, Poland's like, basically like, I can see you like her and you're really obsessed with her. And, and she's like trying to call him out. And, and he's, he's like, like, what oh, about hey, you? hypocrite. You're yeah. the last person who should be even speaking to me about this subject exactly. matter. Like, you're the one that was basically desperately telling me, get Sanem on that plane no matter what. So that yep. you could try to get your talons into John. Obviously, yep. I'm improvising and right. add, adding my own two cents. But right. he essentially calls her out. And I'm like, yes, And do. rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. So, um. Now, John M. are driving in the truck home, and I love it. Did you get screenshots of this? I was charging my phone at the time, so I yes. did not I did not get screenshots of I this. I don't think so I did good. all of it, but um, – When he's talking about, do you know what I miss the most? Yeah. So I, I didn't get all that, but – so it's – so we um, – what is it? Oh, I put cuties. Um, they are cuties. <laughs> I wrote Cletus driving. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Cletus driving. <laughs> this is not <laughs> the same world. Um, no, I yeah, so he's like, he's like, you know what I missed the most. See, I didn't get these okay. specific screenshots. I didn't either. I was going to, but my phone was charging in yeah. the room because I like had no battery life. Okay. So well, he's like talking he's like, about this tall, the, slender. Uh-huh. The the beautiful color, uh-huh. the beautiful shape. The the beautiful smell. Uh-huh. He's like and it's with the light sheen of with the light sweat. Sheen of sweat. I was and like, she's like She's all John. <laughs> And he's like and with a, a lovely waist. curve uh-huh. in the middle. <laughs> a tiny waist and the lovely curves. Yeah. And she's like, uh-huh. she's like, what are John, uh-huh. you need to what are you talking about? And he's like, Yeah, the the chai. <laughs> and she's, she's like, like chai. chai. <laughs> he's like, Yes, I miss chai. Your chai specifically. Uh-huh. She's like, Well, why don't we just stop off at this restaurant over here and we'll get you some chai? Uh-huh. That's what you've been missing so much. And that's when he's like, No, I want your chai. Uh-huh. And he's like, and I and then it kind of segues into him being like, I'm so glad that your tea will be back at the agency. Yes. And then it leads to this whole conversation because he's like assuming now that they're back together, she's gonna quit and come right. back to work for the agency. And she's like, right. Well, no, I like working at the publishing house. Yeah. I like that I'm working towards publishing my novel. Yeah. And, you know, I'm proud of her because she stands her ground and she basically says like, okay, well, then I want some time to think about it. I understand what you're saying. Yes. But please just give me some time. But I want to think about it. And he's like, okay. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Well, and it was – John, of course, has another ridiculous reaction once she starts talking about yeet. Oh, it would back him up and mail him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. He's like, I'm so calm right now. We're going to talk about this really calmly. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to pull over to show exactly how calm I am. Uh He's like, look, I'm so peaceful right now. So calm. And she's like, why are you so jealous of him? Uh And he's like, jealous? What are you accusing me of right now? This is such a cheap thing to blame me with. Jealousy? (laughs) And he starts doing his high voice talking. Uh And you're even saying this? (laughs) That you can't do this to him? And so, yeah, he's like, like, I have great plans. I'll put him in a really cute gift box and ship him away. Um, And what, what does he say? He says something... Oh, maybe it wasn't this conversation, but it was later on. So anyway, it was it's just a funny it was conversation. Funny. Yeah. We'll and he's basically and saying, one. like, we already suffered so much mm-hmm. before we got back together. Like, I just want to be together. Um Yeah. And she's like, It's not like we're even separated when you think about I mean, being separated will make us miss each other and, and it will be good for yeah. us. And then he 
when he says, I think this is when he says, you know, that's, you know, I'm already in love. And even when we're together, I miss, I miss you. you. Yeah. Oh so it was just. He's so cute. Just wonderful. I love him. Yeah. And then we move on to your poor sweet baby angel and his sadness as he is sitting in his butcher shop all forlorn. Well, and he's starting to realize that he made a mistake. Yeah. And he's telling Ihan, he's like, I really think I made a mistake. I think I pushed too early. I think I pushed too hard. And I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Which we could have told you that. Yeah. But at least now, since since obviously she's not going to cut him Mm -hmm. loose. At least now he is realizing it. Yeah. Which is good. Like, I feel I, I always felt like he mm-hmm. needed to be the one yeah. to to make the move. Yeah, I agree. She's already done so much damage to him. At least let him, like, save his dignity by exactly. being the one to end it, hopefully. Yeah. Gosh. And Ihan comforts him. She's such a good sister. She really is. And then, um, let's see, Sunem. Oh, this is when Sunem asks John to let her think about what she wants to do. Yeah. And... It's cute because he makes – this is when they're in the shopping garage and he Uh kind of makes that cute little like head shake bob thing. Uh It's so cute. (laughs) And that's when he makes the comment about missing her so much even when they're next to each other and it's very sweet. even when you're next to me. And then I I wrote this. I was like, oh, depressed JJ misses Sonia. I forgot it was this episode. Uh This happened as soon as I – it's that sweater. Uh I recognize the sweater Uh and he's like, the the ghoulies, do you know what friendship is? Like, oh, this is the episode. <laughs> I totally forgot. And so I was like, oh, he misses Sonia. I'm working there with him. You and then were, you Julie's, were like, Gulies. I was like, Julie's, because then she says the same thing. And he says, no, not Sonem, John Bay, because he thinks he's left. Uh huh. I forgot yeah. he thinks he's actually left. Yeah. And then when John walks into the agency, all, his voice, <laughs> he like takes the running. <laughs> he like ma- takes a longer running leap than Sonem does right into his arms. So funny. It is the best. And John. I mean, it is very attractive how he just grabbed, like, he's, like, holding on to him like he's a child. Like he's, like, a little kid. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, oh my man. gosh. And then Pauline walks up and JJ's reaction to her I is love it. priceless. Like, she's a snake. She's a viper. Well, what and is she still doing the here? She needs to go. The second she walks in, he's glaring mm-hmm. at her and he's looking like he's so disgusted. I love it. <laughs> so good. So good. And oh, I, wrote, I love it. And I wrote, poor Duren's interested in yeet. I know. Oh. I know. And then, We'll talk about that in our mm-hmm. AMA episode because okay. people have asked us about okay. certain things. Okay. And, yeah. And then uh, the sisters are now chatting. Uh, Sun M's catching Layla up on everything that happened the night before, them reuniting and stuff. And yeah. then Yeet walks in. Yeah. And because he's like, oh, you're back. Like, because all he knows is she didn't show up for the flight. Right. He didn't really know exactly where she was, how long she was going to be gone. And he, you know, want, he asks her if she's okay and all this stuff. And she's like, I'm sorry. She kind of feels bad. You know, she's like, I'm sorry that I, right. you know, didn't go. I didn't mean to cost you business. Yeah. Um, you know, I had things I needed to take care of. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. And he kind of reassures her. But, you know, at first he kind of says like, oh, well, I was a little offended. But, you know, if you had things you had to do, you do. Anyhow, he's like, I found a cover designer for your book and I'm really excited. They want to design your book cover and you know how important that is. Yeah. And it was from kind of a specific artist they had talked about already. Right. And so I was yeah. kind of thinking like, all right, dude, 
he's obviously trying to just stay in her good graces and bribe her with the whole book situation and well it's the only edge he has over john well exactly he's helping her get her book he's helping her publishing dreams come true for her to write a book Uh so you know he's playing the cards he has because that isn't this when he also says like hey did you think about a percentage you know um that might have been last episode well i know he talks about like they need to make a, no because she signs the contract this episode because i right. was like have you learned nothing oh, about signing contracts without having someone look at them yeah but you know so he's like well if you're not because she's like well i don't know what to ask for i'm a first time author like i don't want to she doesn't want to be presumptuous and say and she had even said i think i didn't even think about making money from this like right. I, I was just excited to be able to have my book published right so he's like um, okay well if you want like i'll draw up a contract and i promise i'll be generous and she's like okay yeah stop trusting people to just drop contracts for you i know girl and it didn't even look like she read it when she signed it i know i mean come on Mm -hmm. so uh then we find out huma hired emre's reject from last episode to be her personal assistant except all she's doing is going okay as my personal assistant help emre with these projects he has yeah i said like are you interfering again kill surprise well and again to what end? Layla is gone and engaged to someone else as far as Well, she, she took one look at that Melis girl and she liked her. Right. She, for whatever reason, by looking at her one time, mm-hmm. uh, immediately was like, oh, she's, she's high class and she's yeah. better than Layla. Which I'm like, you don't know that. I know. What's wrong with the way mm-hmm. that Layla looks? Uh-huh. I would take one look at Layla and, and be like, she's oh, high she's class. high class. Uh-huh. Because... She is very professional right. and she does her job really well. Yep. So, yeah, it's just annoying. And then she kind of badgers Son M. And, yeah. you know, because she's like, just makes all these dumb comments that it's like, again. Wh- well, she's trying to keep her out of oh, the you're agency. Right. Because Pullen, knowing John, those- is like, is knows he's going to want her back at the agency. Yes. And she says something to Huma. Right. And Huma's like, well, I'm going to make sure that doesn't yes. happen. So she makes this commentary about not mixing business and pleasure and all this yeah. other crap. Even though you just shoved an employee onto your other son, that's mixing business and uh-huh. pleasure. But whatever, hypocrite. Yeah. So, you know. It, well, and Pullen and John would have been working together in the Balkans. Right. Yeah. So. It's only when it fits Huma's uh-huh. narrative that it's okay. So either way, it gets Sonem's gears kind of rolling in her head. Yes. And realizing like, no, okay, you know what? I already was hesitant about this and I need to stay where I am. I have yeah. my career goals. So it does kind of push her in the direction to to stay at the publishing house. Which it does. I think I think she was already headed in that direction anyways, but this sort of solidified it. Yeah. So the this is interesting to me because it seems like the only reason she chooses to stay at the publishing house is because other people are kind of baiting her. Yeah. And she has something to prove. Yeah. So that's actually my question of the week Mm. because I was thinking like, is this enough of a reason? Mm -hmm. Like, like what do you guys think of her choosing to stay at the publishing house? Right. Because I do think it's a good idea in some senses. Right. I mean. For the goals that she has for herself. For the goals that she has. Yes. But the way that the episode painted it with her interactions, mm-hmm. it felt a little more like she's just she's kind pe- of being like, like people into are it. yes, like people are telling her what to do, and she's like, "You're not going to tell me what to do, so I'm just going to stay at the publishing house." Mm-hmm. It seems a bit like a rash decision to me. Sure. So I'm curious about what other people thought about 
this decision to yeah. not go to the agency. That's a good one. Like, do you think – yeah. Do you, What do you think of her reasons? Right. Do you think it's a good idea? Obviously, if you've seen the whole series, then right. you know different things. Right. But you, Yeah, you have a different set of information. Right. But from the amount of information we have now about Yidiot <laughs> and the agency – and the publishing house yeah. and everything surrounding that. Do you think she was being a little rash? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a fine decision that she was just like, well, these are my career goals and this is what I'm doing. Right. I'm just curious about what people think about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good so. one. So um, we move on and now Sanem, John, and Polen are in his office. And that's when she kind of announces that, that she's she- not quitting. Yeah. Because I think he makes another comment about John does, yeah, yeah, about like her being back, kind of thing. And she's yeah. like, "Actually, no, I'm staying at the publishing house." Yeah, and that was when I was kind of like, "Why are you making this decision, girlfriend?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course now John's <laughs> reeling from this information, and then Yeet walks in mm-hmm. to look over the because it's all about Poland's book, so he's like looking at the final yeah. cover design and all this crap. And of course, he's like leaning over Sunem's shoulder, and John gets just all about flustered and yeah. puts himself between he's them. Like, Why is this guy standing so close to you? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then enter Sweet Duran, oh who's like, gosh. "Oh, yeah, you're back!" Like you know, it's, she's ugh. like, "I hope I'm not interrupting." And John's yeah. like, "Please, yes, please interrupt, please Duran. interrupt us, Duran." <laughs> so then she lets them know, like, "Hey, you know, we were supposed to help with the abused animal shelter. Is that something we need to put off?" again now that you're back or should we do it and he's like no john's like no no this is important work let's get it done today even yeah Um, so that's when we find out that they're gonna head and obviously this is clearly something that's like an actual social issue in turkey so i think they're paying attention to that so i was curious i was it it almost made me wonder this whole episode with the animal shelter Mm -hmm. and and then they go to the retirement home it made me wonder if that the the week this aired or something Mm -hmm. if it's some kind of um community service week yeah. where in the country like they they're all just raising about, awareness yeah because i was thinking this is too pointed to yes. be a coincidence sure oh I and agree. they very clearly show the sign of the, sh- the animal shelter they were at yes too. and the retirement home yes mm-hmm. so it just made me wonder like maybe they're trying this is like a specific thing because yeah. the same thing happens in a later episode mm-hmm. where there's some sort of social Uh, issue Mm -hmm. that they like wrote into the episode yeah um yeah so and i mean both are great things i mean right you know so then of course polen and yeet are suddenly interested and of course oh which you know like oh i love animals yeah which i'm like oh okay sure (laughs) you who can barely stand being outside but all right yeah so either way though it's like are you really going to turn down help from people who want to contribute whether it's you know financially or actually contributing in a physical way because obviously these are things that they need help and volunteers with so it's right. kind of like well john can't be like no we don't need your help right so they're suddenly interested um and they kind of dissipate from the office because like all right we'll take care of this and then we'll meet and we'll go mm-hmm. so it's just john and son m and i love it because he still wants her to quit but she stands her ground mm-hmm. and they kind of bicker back and forth about it for a while mm-hmm. and it kind of becomes this heated I don't want to call it an argument, but kind of. Yeah. But I love it because he's just getting all upset. Like, he wants her back there. Right. And she finally says, 
you know what? I will be successful. I'm going to publish my novel and you're going to be standing right next to me. And then she grabs his face and kisses him <laughs> and it totally disarms him. Yep. And then it was the exactly perfect thing for her to yep. do. <laughs> and she's like, now, should we go to this meeting? And he's like, I think we better. And I loved it. Because I was like, you know what? Like, this is one of the first times they clear like, we've really seen them, like, there's an issue where they uh-huh. clearly have very differing views. Yes. And he's explaining why he wants her there, but she's explaining why, no, it's not that easy. And these are the things I want to accomplish. And, you know, she kind of tells him, like, you know, I can't always just put you before my career. Yep. And these are the goals that I have, and this is what's going to help me accomplish that. Yeah. But the fact that she also wants him by her side for all of it too. Right. It's not that it's more important than him. Yes. And she makes that clear and yes. I love it. I will say this for – I will make this concession for the writing this episode mm-hmm. that the return of assertive Sun M was wonderful. Yes. I really enjoyed that this episode. I agree. Because she's the one who – jumps john Uh and kisses him yep and goes to the cabin and does that yep she is the one who kisses him right here and says you're gonna be right next to me when i'm accomplishing all of these wonderful things for myself and then later on she they have a little bit of a confrontation Uh in the conference room she comes back and kisses him and it's like this is the sun m who we had seen uh-huh. and then it was like she disappeared mm-hmm. out of thin air and now she's back and I love it. I agree. Totally agree. So then we kind of have a Mahale moment. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a miracle. It was it 43 minutes yes. before we I actually got to wrote the Mahale. That. Like, I can't believe we're only getting the Mahale now. I yes. love it. Yes. It was wonderful. So um, I still skipped. Because it's just to me, it wasn't anything. It's not really relevant. Yeah. So it it was nothing. Anyways, then we are then they're at the campaign meeting, the meeting where John and Son M were like, we should go to this meeting. Yes. And about now, the animal shelter. And because Polen and Yeet are involved, they're all there. Uh-huh. And it basically kind of just turns into a territorial battle between Yeet and John about Son M. Yeah. Because John's like that kind of irritated me. I know. Well, because you know, she's coming up with these good ideas and John's like like a true advertiser, like basically yeah. trying to point out, see, this is where you belong. And Yeet is then like, oh, like a true editor. Yeah. And they're both, and she's, even she's kind of like, wow, I don't think I've ever been complimented this much in my life. Thank you. Like, yeah. they're both just kind of. It made me, I, it made me kind of just feel embarrassed for the two of them. Yeah. And it made me think like, these are the kinds of things that really irk women about men guys like like really we don't need you to do this kind of stuff well and on top of it a grown woman she can make the choice herself she's a grown woman kind of a woman she is absolutely and one you you haven't known her long enough to take this sort of possessiveness over her especially because you're just her boss Uh uh-huh and number two john you have her you don't need to fight for her anymore she's made it very clear that you have her yeah so you don't need to fight for her you don't don't... get into a peeing contest with this guy no you don't she literally just kissed you yeah (laughs) yep (laughs) so yes it is a frustrating but also somewhat realistic male moment Mm -hmm. so then there's some kind of weirdness between uh melise and emre because she's like trying to ask him to show her things and stuff and he's like well that's not even how you do it he's kind of frustrated because his mom just dumped her yeah and he's like there's a reason i didn't hire this girl so he's having to show her everything but then enter layla which i'm like um okay and i wrote awkward and then like 
She's being so clearly desperate right desperate here. Desperate and jealous. Yes. But then when Emery's like, okay, well, can you show her the ropes then? And she's like, no, I have to go visit my fiance on set. Yeah. Like, it's like, so make up your mind. Uh-huh. Make up your mind. Yep. Ugh. So. And then Melise just irks me because mm-hmm. she's making these faces. Yeah. But part of me is like, well, I kind of get it because Layla's acting stupid. Right. But uh, clearly you're just in this because you like Emery. Yes. And yeah, it's just all weird yeah so then uh we're back in the meeting we talk, already talked about the kind of passive aggressive commentary mm-hmm. about yeah. editor versus advertiser and then the meeting ends mm-hmm. and then sun M's the last one to walk out and she kind of like storms out a little bit like okay let's let's just set out to do what we set to do and she yeah. walks out and this is when she does what you already mentioned she turns yeah. back around and he's like oh did you forget something and she's like yeah i forgot something and she grabs his face and kisses him and then he's like <laughs> mm, that's a good tactic <laughs> I love it. And then Duren also goes to set because she's checking on Osman mm-hmm. um, because this is her client. And she immediately notices these flirty women around him. Yeah. And I like it because she kind of goes into protective mode for him. Yeah. And not in a jealous way, but just in a like, uh, yeah, like she kind of calls the girl out like, uh, you're all dressed up and done. Shouldn't you be on set now? Like, what are you doing in here? Yeah. Hanging out with your co-star. Yeah. And this is where I wrote. I said, you know what? I just realized again, because like you said we oslay bash enough in here that right. we do have to give her credit when it's due and it is her that we have to thank for turning duran into someone we love mm, that's true because that's true she duran did that not, didn't happen with aisha no and it didn't happen even right away with oslay like that right. took time too it so did. it wasn't even like she really picked up something that aisha left off right she turned duran into someone that's true. That we love. Yeah. All right. So I do want right, to thank her for that. Thank because... you for lots of things this episode. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dang, Duran, we just love her. And I want, man, I really realized, like, we totally have Oscillate to thank we for do. that. We do. Because for all we That's know, a good point. maybe she was always meant to be not a, she was always kind of meant to be a background, not villain, but. Sure. Just not someone Another great. source of conflict. Right. Yeah. And I like that she doesn't stay that way. Yeah. So I yes, because I love it. I just hear being all protective around Osman. Yeah. In a motherly, loving way. Yeah. And I'm and kind like, of like Layla. Like, yeah. You got to be careful, girl. Yeah. You're gonna turn around one day, and he's gonna be gone. Yep. Because now he's got fans. He's got all these. Yeah. Women crawling all over him. Yep. So and then yeah, so that's the next thing. Duran tells Layla all of that, and um. And as she's telling her that, these two crazed fans show up on set for pictures. And I'm yes. like, those girls are me. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if we just were able to just walk onto set and oh see gosh. John? I would be a – I I don't even know that I could – I would be as, as like, inside you know, you as, know much, who, as You know who I would girls? be? I would be that, like, older lady in Italy who was just oh, kind of, like, uh-huh. flustered. I would be like, oh, okay, hi. Um – Oh yeah, if because you could, the magnetism just I, uh, emanating yeah. off of him would be so yep. much, mm-hmm. and like to just be there with that big man. Yeah. Oh my god, I would. I don't know what I would do. <sighs> Although part of me is almost like it would almost be nice to see him in real life to like take it down, take it be- down or not. Because I do think there's something to seeing people on screen. It's right. that whole kind of like they're they're larger than life right, it's on that screen. And then seeing people in real life, you're like, oh, you're, you're not like a human. giant uh-huh. or like you're, yes, mm-hmm. like he's, he's a guy. Yeah. So I would almost like that mm-hmm. sense of like, 
okay, he's just a man. Like, right. <laughs> but I still think I would be oh, yeah. a disaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So that's when we see Duren is far more protective than Layla is. Yeah. Yeah, because even Layla's like, well, this is just what comes with his job. Well, like, and she's like, yeah, I don't mind, blah, blah, blah. And Osman is like, yeah, so nothing, like, yeah you, nothing bothers yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, what? He's like, nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yep. I don't blame him. No, nope, I don't either. There's a little something about, you know, mm-hmm. your significant other having a little bit of jealousy. Yes. It's a little bit satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to be this thing like, you know. Nothing like, horrible. Right. But just to know, like, okay, yeah, no, no, you are mine. Yes. And not someone else's. Like, the trust to be there that they're not actually going to be able to take the person away from you. Right. But where they're like, hey. Yeah. Hey, he's mine. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. (laughs) There's a a good balance to be had. And then, but go figure, then Layla the hypocrite is jealous of Melise. Yeah. But, like, she's all. I know. Crazy over it. And I'm like, um, hello. Yeah. Yep. So, and so I'm even kind of questions her about it because Layla's like flipping out about this new assistant and all yes. stuff, and and not realizing Sanem's like that doesn't sound like something Osman would do. Yeah. And she's, and she's like, like, I'm not talking about Osman. I'm talking about Emre. And she's like, Yeah. Why are you talking about Emre? Right. And yeah. yeah. So then they wind up chatting about Sanem's job. Polen still being here. I love because Sanem's like. She tells Layla, she's a physicist. Why is she even on Earth? She should be up in space searching right? for oxygen. So funny. Oh, my I gosh. I mean, she has a point. She does. Yeah, I'm like, what about your research, Palen? Uh-huh. You're supposed to be this genius physicist, mm-hmm. but you've just bailed yeah. on your work for however long. And you already have acknowledged you were supposed to be back a week ago. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. So then pizza arrives. Son M clearly knows how to carry a pizza box. Much better than john Payne. uh-huh uh so it's for her and john and then yeet's like oh pizza i was gonna order pizza and then she's like oh well join us for lunch i guess which which i'm like son M, why are you inviting him to lunch I with know. you guys i know but of well, course the idiot twins push in on lunch together yeah then. because she brings john lunch and i wrote of course it's keto eye roll now yeah hey, pushy pull in. if you're eating a keto diet i'm not calling you out good for you no that's great but john does not eat that way no so why Polen's like, oh, and this place is amazing. They serve keto food. And it's like, okay, well, good for you. But John doesn't eat that way. So who do you think you're impressing? Yeah. So anyways, I wrote, kick her out, John. And then enter Yeet. And then he's like, oh, Sanam, I'm so glad you invited me because it's going to be an hour before pizza can get here. And then he just sits down and starts digging into the pizza before either yeah. John or Sanam has any. Yeah. And was it wait, was it John or Sanam that was like, why are they like this? Yeah. <laughs> And well, sometimes like, like sometimes like, you. I hope there's some left for us. And I think it's John is like, why are they like this? Because they're both kind of like they both just did this. Like, yeah. why are they like? So this? here's what you do: leave them with their keto food and their sad and pizza go out to eat and together. Go out to eat together. Have a nice romantic lunch. Amen, sister. Yeah. Then Mevkabe shows up at the agency. Uh huh. And because she, there was another Mahali scene we kind of glazed over. where kind of. Uh, They're gathering stuff for the shelter. Yeah. Yeah. But Ghoulies kind of lets it drop that Sanem's in town. And so Mevkabe's like, whoa, whoa, okay, I got to clarify some stuff. Yeah. So she shows up asking about Izmir and stuff. And it's funny because Yeet sees like, oh, she's lying to her mom. She doesn't know. And he covers covers. her. Mm -hmm. 
And obviously, he probably did this more for Son M's benefit than John's. Yes. Because he clearly knows it's going to be an issue with her mom. So he goes ahead and helps her out. I think he's just desperate to stay in her good graces. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, well, and Pauline's like, why are you do- – what are you doing? Right. Like, why are you even helping Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which I was surprised that Pauline's like, no, Son M, remember, you didn't go. Why? Yeah. You know, she totally could have used that moment. She really could have. But obviously would have pissed her brother off. So. Right. Um, well, and Mevka Bay does not like no, I love either it. of them. Well, yeah, because she's like, I brought you a pumpkin dessert, but it's probably not enough. It's kind of crowded in here. I didn't know there'd be this many people. I love her little sassy comment. And he's like, oh, we'll share. Yeah. And he just starts opening up the dessert. It's like, geez, you're so presumptive. Yeah. You little yo-yo. So, <laughs> yo-yo. <laughs> so then Mevkabe pulls Son Emma aside and is like, what the heck is going on? And I love it because she's like, um, why that guy looks like a stick. What is he like? <laughs> well, then she says something. She like points out Polen's food and she's like, oh, now I know why you're like a skeleton. skeleton. Uh-huh. She's like, maybe you need to eat some she's pizza like, like this. You should eat some of that pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> and listen, like, we're not about the body shaming. No. Like, I would never tell a woman like, oh, you need to eat pizza because you look like a skeleton. Right. That is such like a mom thing to do, it though. Absolutely. Oh, my is. gosh. It what absolutely mom, is. How many moms do you know who oh, would yeah. say the same thing? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you eat some more cake, you little string bean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> my mom's made comments like that to people before. And absolutely. And even said it to Layla. Yes. Not justifying it. Yes. No. Um. No. But yeah. So... But I do like that she says they eat looks like a stick. <laughs> Maybe I'm not supposed to like that, but I like it. And then it's funny because it's about him. Yes, that's exactly. And we don't what it like is. him. Yes. <laughs> and then John kind of shows up for the conversation, and he tells Mevka Bay like, "Thank you for your advice the other day," and kind of yes, credits her for he him staying and helping him and Sinem get back together. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. As she leaves, you know, she's like, okay, well, clearly my work here is done. And he's like, hey, will you bring some more stuff? Because uh, Yeet's eaten everything in there that you brought. And she's like, of course I will, my son. And he's like, I love your mom. Like, yeah. he just loves Mevkabe. And mm-hmm. I love that he loves her. Yeah. Now, as this is happening, we have a little flash towards what I called lame games. Yes. Because the two idiots are just trying to make each other jealous. Mm-hmm. Well, and she winds anyway. up deciding to help. Melise and train her which is like why you don't work there anymore i know i know because yeah anyway so then huma uh enacts her plan and she's like well since you guys are back together we should all have a dinner together and celebrate and get to know their family better and poor john i know because he takes the bait so quickly because i think he finally he thinks to himself he's hopeful like finally she's accepting this yeah like, she's wanting to go somewhere in public with them, so this must be good. And he's like, yes, I think that's a great idea. And before you can even change your mind, I'm going to call and invite them. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's some shred of acceptance yeah. that he, he thinks wants, he's getting. Yeah. He wants the best. And yeah. he wants, yeah. So, it's really sad. I know. So he winds up calling and inviting them. Mm-hmm. And they accept. And, you know, so it's like kind of a good thing, you know? Yeah. So it's all, that's all settled. Yes, that's all settled. And I wrote, next day, John in that color and his hair done that way is, oof. I said, it's not quite the swoopy hair of the EK days, yeah. but it's reminiscent of it. And I'm, it I'm here for it. Yeah. Gets the job done, I said. And um, he tells Sun M, like, he wants to go to the shelter just with her. And he's 
So he's like, let's just get in and let's let's head over. They can meet us there. Yes. Meaning yeet and pull in. Yeah. And I put enter the super obvious Jip to Teb ad. Uh-huh. And then Yulee's JJ and Duran actually are heading to a retirement home because it's like senior citizens week. Yeah. Um, so they head over to a retirement home and um then we flash over a little bit to Mahali where Ihan's just kind of spilling to Mevka Bay about her frustrations with JJ. Right. Um, so they kind of enact a plan to make him step up and properly ask for permission to marry yes. her and all that. So So they're off to the shelter. Yes, now they're off to the adorableness. Cute puppies. John Sonam doesn't know exactly where they are. And so John's like, oh, just tell him I'll send him the address. Yeah. And John Yeah, because cause Yoko calls and mm-hmm. she's like, she's like, oh, I didn't drive like i don't know the address right i'm not familiar with the street yeah and john's like oh i'll send him the location she's like oh great okay john will send Mm -hmm. it to you (laughs) and he's like huh we'll see what you think now when i send you off to whatever Uh (laughs) he sends him the wrong fake address i love it and Uh you know what's so funny so when they're having their little cuteness at the animal shelter Uh uh-huh and john's like taking photos of her and the animals yeah it gave me this flashback to um, when Yaman uh-huh. oh. is on set uh-huh. and Demet's across the street because there's like a stray dog yes. on set and she's just loving on it and petting uh-huh. him and feeding him and John's like in his in a, in, in a his trailer, trailer or something and he's, he's filming watching her from her. the window and, and he has like, this doofy smile on his face because he films because her like he look at uh-huh, he's like look what she's doing <laughs> like showing us how much she cares about animals but then he flips the camera around on himself and he just has that this smile smile oh on his gosh. face this dreamy look mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh my gosh uh-huh. yeah i love it yeah it was the sweetest it was the sweetest so it gave me a flashback so of that and then we have more Layla and Melise quote training. Yeah, whatever. But whatever. Um, then more cute shelter time. Yes. And I said also, FYI, I mean, most people probably know this because it's been all over uh, the fandom, but Demet adopted a dog recently, a, a dog that one of her co-stars found had puppies and they were going to be like stray dogs. And she adopted one of them and That's named Olaf, it Olaf. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought that was very sweet. So anyways, they're playing with the dogs and she's holding one and she's like, man, more people need to help out here. Like they need to be aware. She's like, I wish instead of parents on the weekends taking their kids to the malls and shopping, like they would bring them here to help out and just love on these animals. Mm-hmm. And John says, when we have our own children, we'll do exactly that. And she like is holding the puppy and is like, because <gasps> it's like, look on her face. Like when we have our own kids, mm-hmm. it's very sweet. It's really cute. And then John's like, where is Yee? How rude that they ditched us. <laughs> knowing full well he sent them on a wild goose chase and then i said retirement home sweetness we get to see them all interacting and i actually wonder if those were actual residents of the retirement maybe they were or if they were actors i'm like i kind of hope they were the actual residents and they just got to be on set you know yeah it was really sweet and then of course pull in and you wind up at the wrong address yeah what the heck and yeet's like yeah i know he realizes on purpose yeah and then sweet advice to JJ from one of the elderly ladies about holding on to the people you love and yes. all that stuff. I just, yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah. And then a weird Muzo and Gulis interaction again <laughs> that when was... he shows up at the agency. So he, they sent Muzo, they like concoct a plan to send Muzo to talk JJ, talk some sense into JJ. Right. Although that was pretty funny, like him coming in because Gulis is like, oh, so what are you, what are you doing uh-huh. here? Like. 
He's like, oh, yeah, did you notice I walked in in slow motion? And she's like, yeah, I did. Why Why is that? And he says something like, yeah, it's because of my personality. <laughs> I was like, oh my shut God. up, Moose. This is coming out of your mouth. Oh, my God. Because he's, he's all, like, super confident. Uh-huh. And like, oh, oh, my, my gosh. God. So then he goes and talks to JJ. And yes. He tells her like he tells him how he needs to ask properly for Ihan's hand, and yeah. you can do that with Mefkabe and Niha since she doesn't have parents, right? All this stuff, and then commence, of course, JJ's freak out. Well, and then Muzo's like, "Don't pass out on me, pass out on the table," because oh. <laughs> he knows how he's gonna react. Right. Even so. though freaking Muzo's passed out enough from stuff, like, dude, oh, you I can know. catch someone a time or two. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah, he's like freaking out. And John, of course, of course, John would say this. He's like, well, just be honest and tell her. And I wrote, yes. duh. Yeah. And everyone kind of dissipates and whatever. Yeah. Everyone's telling JJ because yeah. JJ's freaking out and they're like, just tell her You're the one on. who did, who got yourself mm-hmm. into the situation. You need to just be honest. Yeah. Just tell her what's happening. Yeah. And then Muzo and Ihan kind of have a sweet moment because she's like, Muzo, like you lit a fire under him. Thank you. You did something right. I appreciate you. And it's yeah. kind of a nice moment between them. Um. And then, again, I said Yeet doesn't tell on John, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. Because that would have had nothing to do with being in Sonam's good graces. That actually would have probably scored him some points. Like, actually, we wanted to be there, but John sent us this address here. Yeah. And that was not the shelter at all. Yeah. And that could have caused issues between them. Yeah. And he doesn't, though. He just says, no, he you know, something came up last minute. Yeah. I'm sorry, but clearly he has a bigger plan in mind because in his mind then he yes. says, oh, if you want to play, John, we'll play. Yes. So clearly he was choosing his battles and it's like, yeah, I'm saving this for another time. Right. So, yeah. Um, then he brings her her book deal contract and she thanks him for helping her achieve her dreams and signs it. And yeah. that's when I put, has this girl learned nothing about signing without having someone look at it yeah. a lawyer i said an agent. stop signing things yeah. without reading them uh-huh and without someone a professional actually looking yeah. it over for you so then we have more from that sude chick who likes osman she's like flirting with him and, and then, then all of a sudden yep out of left field out of nowhere layla decides that she's gonna be jealous yeah and she's all cold towards him like oh well clearly i was interrupting something after he's being all sweet, like, I love when you surprise me on set. It's so nice that you come to visit me. I know. And she's like, oh, I'm sure it is because you looked awfully busy. She's and all so this- maddening this episode. It, ugh. Yes. I hate it. I yep. put, Osman doesn't deserve this. She's being ridiculous and absurd. She's trying to, like, turn him into the bad guy. So what? That she feels better about herself? Yeah. Yep. It's, ugh, I hate it. So... Then Mevkabe and Niha are getting ready for the for the dinner <laughs> I with said, humans. Bye, Mevkabe. Uh-huh. <laughs> and because she's like showing him how to dress up, she's all sprawled out on the couch. And yes, and he's like, "Whoa!" Like hubba hubba. And then I love it because he says, "Let's go to that dinner ten minutes late." I'm like, "Holy cow! The scandal, especially for Kirk Deasy." Uh-huh. I wrote, "Dang, Niha." And then we discover Layla's not coming, but she's helping uh-huh. Sonam get ready. And she's, like, angrily ranting just about, quote, men in general. Even Osman. She hates them all. She's mad at them all. They're all stupid. They're all this. And it's like, whatever. You do realize all of this is your own making. It's your own so fault. So you're the stupid one. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually more stupid yeah. than Emre. What's the common denominator yep. here, Layla? You're more stupid than Emre. And you're definitely more stupid than Osman. Yeah. Yep. So then we have dinner at the fancy restaurant, and it becomes Oy. clear very quickly that this was 
orchestrated to embarrass and humiliate yep. the Idens. Yep. Uh, because they've never been to a restaurant like this. Like, you know, Nihot's like shakes the hand of the guy and is like, Congratulations on having such a nice restaurant. And she's like, Dad, that's the waiter. Like yeah. they just dress really nicely. Yeah. Um, they sit down, they open the menu. Things are not only do they not really know what exactly is on the menu, right. but clearly it's expensive. Yes. And um, you know, Huma's like, Well, don't worry, I know the chef. I'll just order I'll order for all of us. Yeah. It takes so long to get a table at this restaurant. Right, a year, the but I know The chef always him. tells me when he's going to be in town. he's only in Turkey three times a year from France, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You trying know, to imp- – I don't know if she's trying to impress them right. or just embarrass them. Or both. But she's just embarrassing herself. Yeah. And, you know, and there's even – at one point, Nihat says something about the cook, and she's like, he's not a cook. He's a chef. Chef. chef and not cook. All and Emery's like, what does it matter, Mom? Yeah, like, even why are you like, making that yeah, point? Why, why are you making are, the point of this? Yeah, why are you making this, like, an argument? Yeah. And John and Son Emery are both trying to kind of, like, keep the peace and everything yes. calm. Even Emery's trying to calm Huma down. Right. And then we flash over to tea time with to, Layla uh-huh. and Osman. And Layla's being such a little jerk. Yep, she's still being a snob. Yeah. He's like, well, you're not drinking your tea. And she's like, I didn't, I don't like it. I know. He, uh, and then I said, I'm ready for Osman to let her have it. And he sort of does. Yeah. Because she co- makes commentary about the flirting girls. And he's like, let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. You can work with who you work with. Yeah, who in the same a, building. Yeah, and you have a history with him. And, and that's it's okay. Fine, yeah. But I can't politely interact with my coworkers uh-huh. at work. Yep. And that's not okay. So he called her out on it. And then, you know, he kind of is like, look. They yeah. both admit that they made a very poor choice going yeah, into this. That they rushed into things. They rushed into things when neither of, you know, she couldn't give him what he wanted. Right. And she, he couldn't give her what she wanted because he's not Emery. Mm-hmm. And they finally, thank God. Finally. Finally call things off. Finally. Because they both at least wind up admitting, I want you to be happy and I want you to be happy. Yeah. And it's probably best for us to be happy if we're not with yes. each other. And they break up and, and osman ways yeah and osman's like i knew it would end up like this and i went into this anyways you know like poor, poor guy but oh, thank god angel he's free of her yes gosh so then we're back at dinner and it's just a mess because you know the food's there Niha and mexico they don't really know how to eat it they don't eat these, yeah they've like, never seen a lobster staring at them right I've never eaten a lobster like that. When I order lobster, it's just in the tail. Yeah. And the meat's just on top. I've never even eaten a whole lobster like that yeah. where I've had to break it apart. Yeah. So And they make a comment about it staring at them or, yes. or talking to them or something right. like that, which is funny. Yes. Well, and like Huma goes on and brags about everything it took for this. And they're like, well, if we'd known this poor lobster would have seen such a violent time getting <laughs> yeah. here, like we definitely wouldn't have eaten this. Yeah. Or ordered it. And Huma's just totally aghast at that and she's just like this is a cultural abyss they don't even know they don't this she's just yes. talking such mad crap on them and like they're not there like they, like they can't there. hear uh-huh. her and so and mev kabe finally starts calling her out yeah and she's like listen if it weren't for my son john here and mm-hmm. huma gets all oh my god i gave birth to him i he is my son not your son all this crap and it's like listen wench uh-huh mefke has been more of a mother to him in the few months she's known him than well, you have and mefke even says oh does a mother leave for 25 yes. years yes yes and i was just thinking you know if you had actually been a good mother uh-huh. to him you wouldn't feel the need to justify yourself no. by saying i'm his mother i'm the one who gave birth to uh-huh. him blah 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 you wouldn't yeah. need to say that because he would already treat you like a mother exactly so it just it gets 
heated very quickly. Yes. And it gets ugly and it starts to get loud. People are looking at them. Yes. And finally, Nihot stands up. Yeah. And he says, Mevkabe, Miss His Huma, fine. You know what? You invited us here and we accepted your invitation mm-hmm. and we joined you here. Which, you know, was supposed to have been something nice of you, right? Yeah. And he says, you two are grown women and you're two mothers. Yep. And your children are sitting here with you. And everyone is now looking at us. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what is up with that? And so what? A chef came from France or, you know, brought lobsters and all? Mm-hmm. Is this how you're trying to humiliate us, Mrs. Huma? And this line right here, I loved it. And it also broke my heart because he says, look, we're people that can just be happy with beans and onions. Mm. Meaning, like, we didn't need to be taken out to a fancy dinner. Yeah. And he says, but who am I talking to anyway? I mean, to a person who's searching for happiness in glamour. Yeah. How can I explain happiness he to you? He hit the nail on the head. He absolutely did. And he says, Mrs. Huma, do not ever forget this. We are not the ones humiliated here because we didn't know about all of this stuff. But you have humiliated yourself because you made it clear you were trying to humiliate us. Yep. And poor John's like, please, Uncle Niha, Because Niha is like, we're leaving. And he, like... This is such a classy move. Mm-hmm. Pulls out money, probably yes. knowing he they can't afford anything that's on that table. Yep. But man, the and pride and money down. And he throws his yes. money down to make it clear, like, we don't need you to pay for us. Yeah. And he says, here, take it. And he drops the money on the table. Yep. And he says, come on, my girl, to Sun M. He's like, yeah. let's go. We're leaving. And Mefkabe's like, I'm so sorry about this, John. And John says, no, no, please don't be sorry. I'm the sorry one. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, I'm so sorry, my son really truly and they say goodbye and Huma's like such a disgrace really and even emre has this nasty look on his face towards his mom yeah and yeah and she's like my blood pressure is going down it's just you know and they you know they wind up leaving yeah um so they get home mm -hmm. and mevkabe is still all riled up yes now here's where things take a turn yeah i don't like this at all neither do i because she is just letting her emotions get the best Mm -hmm. of her and she's all wound up and she just keeps being wound up she's like yelling she's like she'll never be my she'll never be a mother-in-law blah 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 and i can honestly understand her emotions dictating that at the moment sure it's when she starts blaming when she starts accusing her girls of being ashamed of them when they have done nothing yeah and she's telling son like like you're already defending her and Uh it's like how is she possibly defending her no she wasn't she's not ashamed of you she did nothing to act to make you think that in any way possible or she would have avoided that dinner altogether and been like i don't think that's a good idea john exactly Mm -hmm. and how could she like where are you getting off saying well and when has son even ever pretended to like huma she never she has she doesn't like her either she has her issues with her she's not she's never kissed up to her exactly you know what i mean like she's tried to be nice and welcoming to her yes. but she's never just like been kissing her butt nope. you know never so never. yeah it bothers me so much she's like our yeah. girls are ashamed of us and blah blah, blah. when yeah. they're sitting there trying to comfort her and it's uh-huh. like what are you even talking about yeah and i love it because nihat's like our girls are not ashamed of us yeah like, mm. yeah and so sanem is obviously very upset because right. her mother is accusing her of these awful things right when they when she was just with them having to live through that whole yeah awful situation right. she was being just as humiliated yeah and mm-hmm. now suddenly mevkabe's turning on her yeah it's like you have no right mevkabe right. i understand that you're upset because huma is awful right and she's gonna and draw she's the a worst terrible little witch but it's not sanem's fault no so 
don't blame her for mm-hmm. any of this. I agree. Ugh, that just really bothered me. Yep. So, and then on the flip side of that, Huma's at home ranting and raving. with John and is so John mad. is stewing. You can see the look on his face. And then he finally says, let's her have it. And he's like, yeah, because of you. And, yep. she, and she has the audacity oh to get this victim mentality and is like, me? What do you mean because of me? I was just trying to organize a nice dinner between families and... And thank God he sees right through it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, actually, I'm angry with myself for trusting that you had good uh-huh. intentions than wa- of wanting to get to know them. Yep. And she continues to play the victim to the point of I literally, like, want to throw up. And he tells her as he's about to leave, he says, hear this. Mm-hmm. Son M and her family are really value t- valuable to me. Really valuable. Yep. Understand this. And then he <clears throat> leaves. Yep. And even Emery stands there and does the slow clap to yes. his mom. And then I was walks like, okay. out too. Uh-huh. All right. I'm down with that little yeah. situation, yep. Emery. Score one for Emery. Yep. And so John texts on him and is like, can we meet? So they meet at the Cursed Rocks, which I was like, oh, crap. I know. I did the same thing. I was the like, Cursed Rocks. What's, oh, crap. what's about to happen? Oh, no. And they have these sweet hugs and like these neck and cheek kisses. Mm-hmm. They're like these little pecks, but they're so sweet and cute. Well, and-, and it's just really nice because they're finally taking solace in each other. In each other, yes. And they're not blaming each other. Right. They're like, look, this was a bad night. Yes. We need to comfort each other. Yes. Like, we're on the same team. And poor John. He's just so sweet and embarrassed. And he just mm-hmm. ap- expresses his apology for how they were treated. And yeah. I just wrote, poor Bebek. I mm-hmm. said, he was just so excited that his mom was getting on board. And that just instantly deflated the second they got to the restaurant. Yeah. And you can just see it in his face. Like, he is just like, no, I am not standing for the, tr- the them being treated this way. Yeah. And I love how he even says, like, and your dad put the money on the table. And I just, I you can just tell his heart's breaking. Yeah. And he just tells, and, you know, he's she's obviously embarrassed. Yes. Who can blame him? She's upset. And she's like, yeah, clearly it didn't go how we thought. My mom is, you know, at home ranting and raving. I'm sure your mom's in a similar state. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? And, you know, and he says, don't worry, darling. We will find our way and everything mm-hmm. will be okay. And then she she's says, like, well, I think I know how we can solve it. And he says, what? <laughs> and she says, we should get married right away. And I said, here for it. Yes. <laughs> Again. This would have been a great opportunity uh-huh. to just, all right, boom, they're married. Yep. Nobody can say a dang thing. I would have totally Deal been with fine with, at this point, them eloping. Them eloping. Uh-huh. And basically being able to tell both sets of parents, this is your fault that neither of you got to be yep. like, a part of this. Yep. Because and of the way that you acted. Yep congratulations and if you You played yourself yep and if you would like a celebration then get your act together and we will Mm -hmm. happily throw yeah a formal you know whatever yeah and we'll think about it yes (laughs) yeah i would have totally been down i know if only if only so i mean that does end up happening but with the wrong couple so right I know. But I, I know. Totally been down for this. I'm not bitter about that at all. <laughs> yeah. About I'll, certain people. I'll always constantly. be bitter about that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's where it ends. So yeah. It was an action-packed episode. We had a lot of good stuff. Yeah. We had a lot of, like, you know, growth and, like you said, the return of our. Assertive son M. Assertive son M. Yeah. And the two of them being on the same team fighting the world rather than the yeah. world 
uh, tearing them apart. Yep. So overall, it was a pretty good episode. Yes, I agree. So anyhow, um, yeah, you already went over the question of the week. Yeah. So tell us about what you think about yes. Sunem staying at the publishing house. Yep. Tell us what you think. And remember, next week will be a special Ask Me Anything episode to yep. cap off 2019. That's right. And yeah. So until uh, we will discuss volume 36 mm-hmm. in the new year we'll see you guys for that in the meantime you know where to find us twitter facebook instagram at dizzy for dizzy email us dizzy for dizzy podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and we will hang out with you guys there until Let's then go to shit post a call <laughs>